1: Get it again we'll do it organically hello everyone welcome to a very special episode of pod damn america the podcast about socialism that's goth sometimes and it's also for idiots and children hello i am jake flores joined by alex patak
2: happy halloween motherfuckers
1: and anders lee anders lee here Today, joining us is uh, one of, for my money, the best comedians out there, uh, Sam Talent. Welcome to the show.
0: Hey, guys. I'm really glad to be here. Uh, I don't think I've ever met Alex or Anders before, but Alex, you're very handsome in a way that's upsetting. And uh, Anders, you look like Mike Cronin. Okay. (laughs) Just Mike Cronin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) His nickname is Meat. (laughs) That's you. (laughs) Okay. You look like a man Uh, named Meat. I like Meat. You look Is like sweet tooth right now, Blade. Sam. <laughs> the basketball you. coach. <laughs> I'm twisted metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did this. I look like James Holmes after commissary. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> good. <laughs> what was My the strategy for the haircut? Like, what was the end goal? <laughs> to uh, to let to have Doug Stanhope trust me. He did this to me at his compound. He bleached your hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, he bleached my hair, and then he hit me with the clippers, jackass two style on the side after it was bleached. So,
1: and he left. Oh yeah,
0: that's a
2: Stanhope. I'm looking at it, and I'm saying that's a Stanhope.
1: Yeah, classic yeah. Stanhope haircut. He seems but bored. You're in his
0: will, so it's cool. You're in his right. will. We- yeah, after he cut my hair, now I'm in his will.
1: Oh, it, do you know about the the Doug Stanhope celebrity death pool?
0: Yeah, of course. You right. mean That uh, <laughs> that wholesome chestnut of the internet? Yeah.
1: yeah. Of <laughs> uh, run by, I don't know if I'm supposed to say the guy's name or if not, I don't know. Cool guy runs that. I met him on tour a while back, uh, but I, it never occurred to me. How much, what do you win if Stanhope dies? Does the whole game end?
0: Yeah, it's his like the stash. Uh, I think that all of his fans have to uh, commit sepoku.
1: Not. They have to do a puzzle game?
0: Oh, yes, they do. They have to commit to doing the New York Times Sudoku. Is where you put a honorable Japanese suicide?
2: Yeah, I'm glad this came up. Okay, so <laughs> Supoku or Harakiri is uh, the process of uh, carving out your own heart to see your uh, if your values have led a fulfilled life as a way of an honorable suicide. And a lot of times people don't get all the way through. So they start cutting and they get like maybe half their organs out or they get like uh, maybe just like a fistful. And that's why you have a ward or student behind you with their blade ready to just baseball whack your head off when the whole thing goes sideways. And
0: that's another Patak fact. That <laughs>
2: Famously, Yukio Mishima, the author, uh, uh, when was on, I think he was on TV uh, and tried to do it in like the 50s or 60s, uh, failed. And then his uh, student slash possible lover started trying to chop his head off. And it took like three times. And there's a whole <laughs> crowd of people watching.
3: So this was all on TV.
2: I think so. i wow, to double check that. But it is wild.
3: Whew. Damn. Japanese TV. Wow. Those game shows are crazy.
2: Yeah, now they just air it uh, every time they have dead air. So, like, if you can't get a commercial, <laughs> <laughs> then it comes back on.
1: <laughs> I'm going to do an Andrews Lee-style segue here. Speaking of dead air, dead president of the United States. He might be dying right Yay! now, everyone. From air. Um, He's killed by air. On by air, yeah. Yeah. Air is Antifa now. Air, <laughs> air is, Antifa, is assassinating the president, possibly. I hope it happens, like, while we're on mic there's not we're living in a really wonderful Buttigieg time dropped right now.
2: out when we were on mic it's possible it could happen <laughs> I keep you just texted earlier when we were playing the show you texted ha ha and I thought it was about something said. but I was like I should at least ask if this is Jake's <laughs> response to the president being dead because <laughs> I do want to find out if that happened
1: <laughs> oh man I st- like this is one of those things where like those moments are only going to happen one time and like yeah, you, you gotta really, you gotta shoot your shot if you get a good, like timing style joke. in. here's what I'm getting at: I was sexting with Kate when uh, we, I found out that the president had COVID because I was at my house, and uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta figure out how to work this in here."
2: <laughs> oh, my lungs are so wet. Oh, that's from the president.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't fa- think
0: any of us will forget where we were. That's for sure. <laughs> what were you doing? Well, no, no, I'm with you. I mean, it, it was a pivotal... It was like when Rome joined Sublime. I'll never forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did Kate have to say about your horniness and uh, I'm guessing uh, overwhelming sadness at the fact that our leader <laughs> is dying?
1: It was actually really disappointing because I thought that she was <laughs> going to re- respond to my like joke about the president being dead. She found out, like she was, wasn't on the phone, she was like on saw a computer or something else, and then came back and was like, oh yeah, I already heard that the president died. And I was like, what the f- <laughs> fuck? Alright, the whole thing <laughs> deflated pretty hard, but I tried.
0: I assume the phone was just jammed deep inside of her. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Alright, she's not allowed to listen to this episode. Alright, uh, where was everyone else when they episode found out?
0: for the fellas.
1: Where were you when you found out the president of covid Um, I was
0: on the opposite of this podcast. I was on Sam Tripoli's tinfoil hat. (laughs) (laughs) It was brutal, man. So you had to double check
3: it. He he said this and then you had to verify it.
0: Yeah, he was talking about how Trump is Godzilla and how we're all going to find out that, yes, he is a monster, but we're going to need him in the end to defend us against more monsters. And I mean, Mm -hmm. the whole time he was rambling, I just kept being like, wow, that's crazy, man. Whoa, wild stuff. Ooh. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, another Jew did something naughty. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, and then the chat like lost their mind, and then his his way of dealing with it was like, Sam, what do you think about Biden? And I I totally fucked up and was like, Well, I'm I'm voting for him. And then there was like 270 trench coat wearing people in the chat being like, 94 crime bill. <laughs> this is Sam's address. I'm posting yeah. Sam's address. We're going to his house. Oh <laughs> so yeah, it duck, dude.
3: <laughs> it it, uh, Mr Tripoli try to say that this was a conspiracy he was fed the uh, <laughs> the, the disease he doesn't do actually aff- have it
0: I do appreciate you calling him Mr. Tripoli <laughs> <That's laughs> <fun>. distinguish <laughs> between the Sams yeah. <laughs> uh, no dude he he literally just pitched to me and then watched me get eaten alive by his his live fan feed uh, and I like tried to save it by being like, yeah, you know my wife she she's actually voting for me and then my, my wife yelled. Don't throw me under the bus. It, I couldn't <laughs> win. It was rough. She's writing you in. Yeah, she wrote me in, man. Yeah, oh, she nice. handles the voting in the house. She's a female doctor. She's a hero. Yeah, a you're allowed to do that. Female
2: doctor. In yeah. This now day I've heard it,
0: everything. I know. <laughs> is this is
2: the end of a riddle.
0: What's next? The moose wearing sunglasses. <laughs>
2: so this
3: is like the total uh, alpha and omega of like the spectrum of uh, marriage. You you have a female doctor, yeah. ultra responsible, and a male comedian.
0: Yeah, incredible. Uh, a male comedian with bleached hair at 33. None nice. of this makes sense. Also, I do, I want to show your fans at home, I do have a bag of my own hair here. So if you guys want to join Chubby Behemoth Patreon at 20 bucks a month, you too can have some of this hair. Everybody really weed. Hair. Everybody yeah, really drink
1: um, in this image. Uh, the podcast is not aired visually, but imagine wait, wait, a I'll bag a of Sam's hair. What
2: you're looking at, you're looking at a bag of what you're positive is weed. Just 100% sure as weed, and it is actually a full pound of Sam's hair, fresh off his head,
0: available for sale for you to trick your friends into thinking you have weed. Yeah, give him the old (laughs) Abraham Lincoln with an established (laughs) author's uh, face pubes. (laughs) Do
2: you not have a lot of money but need to trick some dopes at your high school? For $20, (laughs) Sam's got your back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jake, I bet you fell for some oregano back in the day. Yeah.
2: I
3: had a, <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend in high school who um, <laughs> was a uh, person of Down syndrome, shall we say, and someone <laughs> saying, man.
1: did P O S did a prank.
3: What's that? Yeah, yeah, PSD. D. Whatever it is, yeah. And somebody sold him or ripped him off on weed. Uh, he would get when he smoked weed, he would get. Uh, it was described as super the morality older. of this is all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> but the person, the person who ripped him off, got their ass kicked by like 12 people. All oh, of that guy's friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was, he's a hero to the, the my, my friend. Um, anyway, it,
2: but that's another story.
1: You that's do not <laughs> sell <laughs> our disabled friend, bad drugs, pal.
2: Yeah, that was, yeah, he was, like give him the
3: good
1: shit. <laughs> yeah you do not (laughs) step on his shit
0: yeah corky only gets primo (laughs) (laughs) come on man all he needs to get lifted
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm sorry i i gotta interject wasn't like the president breaking story thing at like three in the morning yeah Was I the the only one who was like
1: asleep i was up playing poker while that other thing happened and uh and then someone, so we're playing poker on like Zoom, you know. Is that what you
0: call texting your girlfriend is playing <laughs> poker? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's I got, wrong. I got pocket deuces. Not a good way to do it. Um, I uh, was, <laughs> I was trying to think of a. Uh, <laughs> when
2: you have two hard penises. It's <laughs> yeah, pocket deuces.
1: I have, you just have a pocket full of shit. It's disgusting. Um, that's what I was telling you. I was playing poker and while it happened and I lost 20 bucks immediately because I, like we were just we, the game kept going but like no one can concentrate while the fucking president has COVID so there was like one guy that was still just like focusing real hard and scooping up everyone's money everyone was like what are you doing enjoy the moment
2: David Twitty,
1: pretty close different David okay
0: um we'll it Mike
2: Pence
1: yeah yeah.
2: <laughs> that is an important detail I was going to say for the end of the show, but I was playing with Mike Pence. Yeah. yeah. I play poker. Don't bury the lead, Jake. <laughs> I guess mine was kind of fitting too. I was uh, playing
3: Madden and uh, had just won a game with Colin Kaepernick as the quarterback of the Vikings. Nice. Wow. A good uh, and then I figured out that Trump had, had COVID, and uh, my girlfriend was reading like a nerd, and I just asked her, like, what is the most 2020 thing? That you can imagine happening right now, and her first guess was nuclear war, and then her second guess—that's a good w- guess—the McRib's back. <laughs> <laughs> her second guess was Joe Biden dying, uh, uh, and I close. said close, and eventually she got to the right answer. But nuclear war could be on the horizon. Uh, well, the apparently- thing about
2: 2020 n- headlines is it's always like nuclear war, and then the McRib is coming back, and then Joe Biden dying. It's a wave.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: it comes in threes. That's
0: right, it comes in 20s. It's like Jake when he's got pocket deuces. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but apparently,
2: they're no go, go
3: uh,
0: ahead, go ahead.
2: Everyone is trying to segue at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> that's so 2020. <laughs> 20 segways
3: happening at once. Uh, uh, speaking of nuclear war, very quickly, there are E6B Mercuries, which is like a, a jet, a Boeing jet that uh owned by the government, and they're being deployed um, over near where I live, off the, the east coast here. Um, and it, apparently this is because they think some adversarial countries might launch their inter-ballistic, uh, what are those called? Inter-ballistic, inter-ballistic ballistic missiles? Continental f- ballistic missiles. Thank you, thank you, ICBMs. They might launch them. Uh, So they're just having these things stand by. So that's looking like that makes it
2: look like Trump is on the way out. Who do you think is waiting for Trump to get sick to launch their missile? Serbia. Who is Trump keeping at at arm's length until now?
1: Melania. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is a resistance (laughs) podcast
2: now. (laughs) Yes, yes, Jake. (laughs) He doesn't fuck his wife. He's gay with Putin. It's probably because he's so mad that he he's gonna lose that sweet hole. <laughs> he's gonna bomb the country.
0: You know you guys were bad boys. Yeah. All right. Hey, I'm, I'm taking go my
2: ring off for this podcast, baby. <laughs> dude, Wait, won't come you gonna on. try
0: to fuck one of us? What's
1: happening
2: here? <laughs> hey, who knows what's gonna happen? The president has COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. No, no, no. I got nothing.
1: I was just gonna say like the The whole last two days have just been such a fucking mood. Like I was thinking about this yesterday. There's I don't. This is like the first time ever. Probably this many people have all been willing the death of like one hated person. Mm -hmm. Twitter didn't really exist, you know, back in the Hitler times and shit like that. This is like a a a new thing that's happening, and it's I don't know. I went for a walk in the rain the other night. It's a great feeling. I, it's uh, It was the first of October, you know, the month all the weird, spooky internet people like. Um, I had a pretty good time with it. I guess I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know. What do you think is going to happen that's going to kind of turn this back well, on? Well, I think
2: about it. You know, it's it's such like a good uh, vibe all around for definitely if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know a lot of people who are excited about it. And uh, thinking back on it, I can't even – I don't even think like when Bernie was doing well. Everyone felt this good. The last time there was such a pocket of joy like this, I remember experiencing, was when Ant- An- Anthony Scalia died. Anthony Scalia. <laughs> Tony now Scalia. I'm the one who knows
1: the word. Totino's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Big Tino dropped dead, and then I split a whole thing of champagne with Andy from Grubstaker's podcast. It was great.
3: <laughs> and then, yeah, Merrick There's something Garland. about
2: death that's a release for all of us, and hoping this piece of shit... Has it happened to him?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember when RBG died and we had all that confetti go off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That somebody did that. It just wasn't in our circle. So now we get a good week. He's not going to die, by the way. I don't think he's going to die.
0: You guys probably have like a bunch of like witch ladies listen to this right there's like some spooky, yeah that's like, correct you should you should guide all their energy and all their altars towards uh trying to get him to succumb to his illness
1: yeah they're I
2: way mean, ahead they're of us
1: all, all now, that's though. pretty much all they do i think
0: that's all they do
1: also it doesn't work it's, but it's you know fun
0: my wife's been oh, by saving the her way. tampons for months just for this moment <laughs> <laughs> what's by the way which what, is what patreon
1: tier is that sam <laughs> 50 dollars.
0: <bucks. laughs> <laughs>
2: If you have any of Donald Trump's hair from his Patreon, now is the time to use that.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Do you imagine how cursed an item a lock of Donald Trump's hair would be in, like, a video game or something? Oh, God. One of those things that, like, hurts you but also raises a stat in return or something?
2: Yeah, it, like, slashes your health, but you get lifesteal.
1: You get, like, charisma or something or, like, uh, really good bartering. It's like the lock of deals.
2: Lock of deals. <laughs> For $20, (laughs) you get the lock of deals. I wonder if it's
3: synthetic or not, because it's it's not a wig. We know that. But I think at some point, like Biden, maybe he had hair plugs. Maybe he had it installed in his
0: scalp. I don't know. A lot of brave men have hair plugs. I mean, LeBron James was trying to plug it up for a while. Yeah. Yeah. A
2: lot of brave men. Yeah, yeah. It's not too late,
3: but we would notice. First LeBron, responder.
1: The conspiracy theory about LeBron James uh, going bald is that he was using HGH and it was like ramping up his testosterone. Uh,
0: right? I like the conspiracy that he was actually Michelle Obama. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Taper. So it we all know
0: down. where we were. I was on. Uh, I was courting the alt right. Jake, you were sexting your old lady. And Anders was committing. Digital treason, treason with Tom Kaepernick <laughs> up, in, uh, up in the Twin Cities. Alex, where were you? Uh, probably combing your hair, I imagine.
2: I was already, yeah, I was combing my hair, but I was also fully asleep because, again, it was three in the morning. I'm amazed everyone else was awake for this. I found out in the morning. <laughs> it wasn't exciting at all.
0: Well, what was it, it was was like having Being me? awake and then seeing all the jokes that were made at 11 p.m. my time. Being made well, at well, that's 8 a.m. the next day, that was fun. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, first of all, great start to a day. I would imagine. I mean, you're not going to... It was the first thing I saw when I woke up. And then after that, oh, we're going out for breakfast. We're getting scones. Uh, <laughs> and you, you you get that going. But then, you know, second wave kicks in. You do realize as you go to make your shitty little jokes, they are all taken because it's been seven hours since everybody else found out. Um, I, I thought of one I thought would have done well if I had a, a good released it a good 12 hours earlier
0: and that is real
2: <laughs> timing is important for these hot hot takes if you're listening at home
0: can't teach timing man that's in jake's comedy class mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um arrest the cops that killed donald trump or something i don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. hey
0: <laughs>
2: i was thinking that wasn't there like a uh, two days ago in new york there was a proud boy protest and i was thinking like if the president dies we'll <laughs> will there be, like, protests in the streets? And what will they look like?
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think
2: there are probably people who
3: think that he's been poisoned, uh, that it's yeah, that it's not really COVID, that COVID doesn't exist. Um, and I think those people will come out if he dies. They're,
2: they're marching, but they don't know where to go. And they're like, we're going to Wall Street. This is where people go now. We're going to Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> well, whenever
1: right-wingers yeah. do protests, it's weird because they they try to, like, copy and paste the tactics of like civil rights style protesting but right. those had a target like w- they do protest shit <laughs> like the death of donald trump but like were you protesting the grim reaper like wh- what do you mean
2: in that trump hotel <laughs> <laughs>
3: well it's yeah. funny you guys mentioned like predictions and uh, jo- like the timing of jokes and stuff and uh i have one i i think mine may be coming true not to brag but um I not a not a difficult prediction to make, but Mike Pence, I think, is probably having a pretty like underhanded kiss ass conversation with God right now. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he's
0: calling in favors with the big guy upstairs.
3: Yeah, but he's trying not. He doesn't want to be too on the nose about it. He's just like, Lord, I am prepared for anything you put in my path. Anything, including death. I could adapt to someone dying, someone close to me, perhaps a superior. Uh, Like, he's doing all that shit, and it's true. He is, like, waiting in the wings, and he's been, like, calculating this entire time. Apparently, in 2016, after the uh, Grab Him by the Pussy tape came out, he um, was thinking about doing, like, a campaign coup and just, like, taking the lead in the campaign.
1: So
2: they definitely would have lost.
1: He just stabs Trump with a (laughs) fucking crucifix.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, before this, this, I mean, he's definitely been praying for this guy to die (laughs) suddenly. Right. Because his whole
3: job is to just let Trump roast him and just like humiliate him. Like apparently their first meeting, (laughs) they played golf together and Pence, like because he knew this is the way to get on this guy's good side and get selected as a VP. He was like uh, to the press after they played golf. He was like, he beat me like a drum. And Trump liked that.
0: <laughs> and then he lets Trump And then Trump, like Trump pants him on the golf course. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Trump put a put him in a sleeping bag and beat the shit out of him with bars of soap.
3: <laughs> and then apparently in the White House he just like Roast him constantly for being religious. <laughs> like God, before meetings, so <laughs> before meetings, he'll be like, "Oh, did he make you pray before he came
2: <laughs> in?" <laughs> yeah.
1: Dude, he's gonna, he said, he's gonna shoot up the White House like a school. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, he's gonna visit his his uh, he's gonna visit his hospital room one-on-one and make sure it's private. There's no one else in there and give them the old one floor of the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. There's
2: definitely a subsection of liberals who, who's like one tiny swath of them are just like the president in general is fine, but the way he bullies Mike Pence is unacceptable. <laughs> right. Cause that's,
3: I mean, that's, this is really what liberals have been trying to do over the past, almost four years now is make Mike Pence president like this fixation on impeachment and getting him out of office like guess who's next in line uh i mean
2: diane feinstein i think two or three days ago was on tv begging republicans to take their party back which is just a weird thing to say when you're like pelosi. a leading yeah, democrat <laughs> pelosi, <yeah. laughs> right
0: um well yeah, that the j- whole thing is that pence is from jamaica so like it will be pelosi if trump dies wait oh i heard that is he from jamaica really? wait. Wait. Well, that was the joke about Kamala Harris that my dad and my uncle were making. Oh. oh. Yeah,
2: Remember when we
0: had his dad and his uncle on. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys didn't have Tom Halberstadt and Dave Talon on? <laughs>
1: Tom and Dave. In the morning. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Oh, it was a Tom and Dave nah. show again. Uh-huh. I would in. I would love to,
3: like, infiltrate the uh, Pence household as the Naval Observatory and get, like, the loudspeak like, install some speakers and pretend I'm the voice of God and tell Mike Pence that he's Jamaican and has to start speaking in Patois and wearing (laughs) dreadlocks. I'm sure we could make that happen.
2: The Mike Pence's Jamaican theory is my new favorite thing in <laughs> politics. I hope we can get it going.
1: Yeah, yeah just a <laughs> fucking hour-long YouTube video with pictures of him next to some Jamaican guy and, like, head shapes and shit.
2: Where is his birth certificate? Where is it? Bumbleclad. Yeah. Put that man on a bobsled. See what happens. Uh. Well...
1: <laughs> moving on a little bit we're not the news or anything and everybody fucking knows all this shit already so like we're not gonna have to do a whole roundup of what's happening but obviously for anyone paying attention uh up to this point anyway you know this is gonna come out a little bit staggered but like this thing is happening where uh what fucking hope hicks was the first person who had it and then turns out trump and melania have it and now we're starting to like sort of backwards engineer a a, a narrative about how it spread and it seems like the COVID that spread to Trump came from this meeting they had in the Rose Garden a few days ago or something.
0: Yeah it was at midnight and at midnight everyone had to make out right? Right
1: yeah it was uh, (laughs) that thing uh, we were talking about off mic that the Texas football teams do.
0: Was that off Mike? I'm I sorry. Can so. <laughs> yeah. we fill everyone in? Strike two.
3: Something to no, do with football. Andrews, no.
1: I don't know. No, Andrew. This,
3: this is this'll be good. If we have any like maybe freshmen at University of Texas who don't know this is a thing, they can get their lips wet.
1: Yeah, right now, please <laughs> go make out with someone if you're a college student at the University of Texas or A and M.
3: Yeah, can't think of a better time.
2: Get your lips wet.
1: Make out with the masks on, like a Banksy painting. It'll be cool. <laughs> so, I get what Kelly and Conway has it. Chris Christie was the last person that I heard has it. Uh, yeah. But they're like, it's like fun. Like they're they're just they're they're ping ponging all over the place. You're just finding out every morning you wake up. Oh, cool! Another person has it. Rudy Giuliani might have it. Um,
2: Does he? I've gotten a lot of texts about people crossing their fingers for that. Yeah. That might be what pushes Saturday into like kind of like a party night.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Good.
3: Well, I, I'm seeing something now that says uh, I, there's a GOP source who says it's a very serious condition, and he can go either way, and it's possible that he'll die within three to four days.
2: But here's the thing is everyone is podcasting right now. Like the NBC people, they're podcasting. They're just trying to get you to click on their thing. I don't trust any of these sources. The white house is just saying like he has it, but, it thinks he's cool or whatever. Like, yeah. none of this is believable at all.
1: I understand, like, not getting your hopes up because fucking Boris Johnson had it, and then he beat it, and exactly. Bolserona had it, and then he fucking beat it, and uh, he had it, like, t- ten times or whatever. And, um, you know, they're pumping him full of, like, they're giving him some experimental drug Bolserona. called Regeneron, which, like, <laughs> it's too expensive to give to everyone else, so they, you know, he busted it out of some glass case or something. But I don't think anyone's ever taken it before, so... Who fucking well, knows? Made from,
0: it's made from genetically modified mice. Is it and really? The guy who like came up with it got, uh, he got like fucking subpoenaed by Congress to go down there because they said he was like playing God. But now Trump's <laughs> taking that exact same thing. It's this guy, uh, Eugene Goo. Gu. <laughs> Eugene Goo. Yeah. yeah. Trump G- found U. out someone Eugene was playing Gu.
2: God and was like, that's the one I want. Give oh, me yeah. that one right now. <laughs> oh, they must be friends with Mike, huh? want to play god for mike (laughs) little mike he believes in god (laughs) he's a loser
3: Um, well that is kind of honestly it is kind of scary that he will survive because uh i mean some have suggested michael moore is now suggesting that this is all a hoax that's where i'm at man i think it's a psyop
0: yeah i I
3: think there would be a lot of people you'd need to get to Convi- like I don't think the white house is that organized to get it. Well, no him. one
2: could get Trump to do this. You can't get him to do anything. Here's what yeah, I Yeah, his whole MO is that the virus doesn't exist.
3: Right, and that's why if he survives, then he'll be like, I can beat it, you can beat it. Yeah, you got to exactly. be you got to be good. Right. If you don't beat it, then we don't need you in the first place. If you don't beat it, then we're better off without you. Like some shit like that, and he's going to it's going to be like a success story and he's going to win. That that's Let's talk about this and- a
1: little bit. This is what I wanted to talk about today. So right now, the space we're in, just story-wise with this unfurling, is when conspiracy theories start kind of coming out and unrolling and going wild, right? Big question mark hanging over everything. Me, personally... I'm a little bit of an optimist here. My conspiracy theory is that I think a hero, like a parasite style, just like worker or somebody got COVID and then was like, oh, this rose garden thing is coming up. I can spit in all the food or something, or I can just like, you know, breathe down someone's throat or make out with them or some shit. Bam, they die. I'm fucking coming at the no one king. ever knows. That'd be fucking cool. But you know what? That's fun to think about because you could fucking never know whether that happened, right? Conspiracy theories yeah. are interesting, little little brain bugs that you know stick in your head because the story. Story has no ending, um, and they Let's have. Let's
0: just say that's true. Let's just say that's a fact right now, right here.
1: Okay. <laughs> it would be cool.
0: Okay, yeah, if it was like real life Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> it's Tyler Durden, but
2: his whole thing is he just doesn't wash his hands. Yeah, nice. <laughs> the, the
0: second rule of Fight
1: Club: don't wash your hands.
2: No wiping either. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> no wipe club. And if this is your first night of Fight Club, you have to put your fingers in my mouth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. I hope it was a rogue agent. I really do hope it was some caterer who just fucking is the hero we needed at this time. Yeah, I
1: mean, you'll never know. It could be somebody that did that, and maybe they even die. I maybe mean, they knew they were already dying or something. But anyway, well, uh, well go ahead.
3: Uh, well, I just This very briefly, I have a friend who uh, is a is a cook, and he had to cook for I think it was Donald Trump Jr.'s birthday once. And they just, like, had – Trump just, like, came in and inspected everybody, didn't say a word to any of the cooks, but just, like, looked them up and down. And they ordered steak tips well done with ketchup. So he eats everything well done (laughs) and gets it – and the reason he gets so much fast food is because he thinks he's going to be poisoned. Yeah. So I think it – it, if it, wa- it was, pro- it may have been like, yeah, someone sneezed in his general direction, or maybe he and Hope Hicks have something going on. That wouldn't surprise me, that honestly. Would be good.
0: Maybe it was a that wet willy. Like
3: <laughs> wet willy, yeah. Yeah. No, maybe he had, had he had sex with Hope Hicks.
1: Does he get like, his steaks well done to keep like the to cook the poison? If he's getting because he's just really paranoid, like a king, he wants to cook out the poison. That's one
3: explanation, but I think by now
1: he's probably just accustomed to it.
2: Hmm. Yeah, he's it was like an idea he had for a week and then was just like, This is just what I do now. Uh, like very it. into the reveal Andrews just had though that if you serve Donald Trump, he comes in and then is racist to the cu- cooking staff before you can serve him.
0: <laughs> Honduran, Peruvian, Cambodian. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: The good football team down there. He wouldn't watch football, but uh. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't know what he, my friend who told me this is Tibetan, so I don't know what he would say to him. Oh, <laughs> wait a dox we'll the guy, We'll free Andrew. your
2: people. We'll free them. <laughs> China wants them. They can't have.
1: Uh, <laughs> Bra- Brazil, good asses down there.
2: Big, juicy asses. <laughs> Maybe you've seen my friend Mike. He's very successful in Brazil. He has a whole channel where he goes to Brazil. <laughs>
0: Is that your Trump or your Willy Wonka? <laughs> Wonka, That's but a, for porn.
2: It's my new character. I'm introducing Trump describing Mike in Brazil. Uh, been workshopping this for some time, and this was going to be the big launch.
1: There's no, uh, no way of knowing where we're going. There's a hurricane of blowing. <laughs> he's on one of those. Um, he's, on, he's on one of those yachts when he's doing it, rowing. <laughs> Yeah, um, the
3: the river is made of cum and, like, vaginal.
1: Folks, clump. she broke the rules.
2: Of course we had to turn her <laughs> into a big blueberry. <laughs> he likes chocolate so much, now he's swimming in the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Serves you right. Bye-bye. <laughs> um,
1: speaking Does of... Does anybody...
2: Good. I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, just, like, uh, round table... Just consulting your your spirit on this. Do you think he's gonna die?
0: I mean, you know what I really hope happens, man, is uh, some doctors refuse to give him treatment. That'd be cool. <laughs> they yeah, would. Yeah, be- I don't know. I'm I'm sure that's like treason and like uh you know a hangable. <laughs> they'll be <offense>. killed immediately. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But that's what like all the uh, doctors I hang out with are like fingers crossed on right now. <laughs> Cool. they I mean, they wheel him over
2: to texas
0: or whatever <laughs> yeah exactly man yeah i don't know i'm just hoping that uh i would love to see the man die the
2: president the president needs doctors who are big
3: well he's, i he's think the in, only the, way. in Games, the same way <laughs> in the same way that like him winning was kind of like the perfect punctuation of for 2016 i think him dying is kind of the perfect one for for 2020 like it's just october
0: and, surprise
3: Yeah, it just makes sense,
2: I think. See, that's why I think it won't happen, because it is storybook perfect that he would be killed at the last minute by a disease he did not help save anyone else from. Yeah. And also, just the fact that Boris Johnson already had it and got better, like, half of that guy's body is just concentrated, low-grade English ales. Yeah, but he's, like, what?
0: That's how he arrived. In his 40s? Yeah. Is he? Trump's Trump's he's a seventy-eight-year-old, like, right? Who just eats fast food and like probably pops Adderall. Boris Johnson is not in his forties. Let me say, Boris Johnson he's,
3: is not in his forties. He's uh, b- 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 he's, 19, he's fifty-six. Jesus That's still, Christ!
2: Shit, he looks terrible.
3: That's still twenty years. Yeah, Trump is twenty years on him. So I think he looks like Sam he, in a hundred years.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sam has bleached hair. In okay, case sir. Listeners don't <laughs> oh, know. Which
2: you can purchase again. Go <laughs> <or> to <just says laughs>
3: Well, yeah, Trump doesn't drink and Boris Johnson does. Hell yeah. Um, point. Hell Boris. yeah. But he's still this like <laughs> absolute lad. This really not like Boris Johnson apparently wants to retire soon, right? And I, because of COVID, like it really fucked them up.
0: He wants He's, to retard it, I think. Is what that's what it was. You misquoted him, Anders. Yeah, how
3: dare you, Anders. It's the British accent. They just, you know,
2: across, you know. That's another one of those words you can say in England, and yeah. it's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just means something different over there. Yeah. <laughs> When I found out that that word meant slow In French, my god did I have fun in Paris <laughs> Oh my <laughs> god
2: Hey, hey, so everybody point out Who in the chat wasn't in band class I got it oh, yeah, I was just watching
3: yeah. Last night These I watch this every four years They do on PBS this special called The Choice Where they just go through the bi- biographies Of the two main presidential candidates And they were talking about Biden Having a, a stutter when he was a kid And so they brought up um, like an old video from, like, the 50s or 60s about stuttering. And they, I, I couldn't help but laugh. It was – I shouldn't have, but it was just like uh, – We can't
2: kill them all. Some <laughs> yeah. of them must learn to speak. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
3: it, it, used the R word. I'll, I'll just say that much.
2: Biden has, has had
1: that stutter for a long time, right? Like, people yeah. say he has dementia right now, but this. I'm going back to my he has lead paint poisoning theory here. I think, yeah. He's at. it's been like this for like 50 years. It's from his I mean, childhood. you can
2: have a you can have a stutter without having lead paint poisoning. Right, but he also Just has the anger. You. He also kills
1: small animals. He's got the McDonald triad thing going. Um <laughs>
2: I think he right. does,
3: yeah. So I mean the stutter kind of went away for a few decades, you know, and it's it's I, I buy it that he you know, maybe it's connected to his issues as a kid. But yeah, this a lot of his cognitive things um which i see which i don't see in other people who who I know who have stutters, I think, yeah, could be connected to lead paint. I think that's a valid right. explanation. And
2: we've all been taunting Joe Biden for hiding in a bunker the second he got the nomination in, like, July. But it's a. it turns out that was 100% the correct strategy for him. You just have to keep him in a refrigerator for four years now because <laughs> any <laughs> any disease is going to waste this old man who is already less healthy than Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: going to wear a Mr. Freeze suit if he wins.
2: just talking about his dead wife and his wife's right there (laughs) who do you guys think
3: would do better him Biden or Pence in a general election
0: in like a cage fight oh (laughs) Well, he's got the- <laughs> well, depending yeah, the on how the Mr. debates Freezer? are going, maybe that's what we'll end up with.
2: <laughs> um, I saw a hot take online that I thought was extra stupid yesterday where somebody was saying, you fools, you're all celebrating if Donald Trump dies, that will only empower his fan base, making them stronger than they've ever been before. And I think this is the... Uh, uh, worst 200 IQ take uh, online right now because the people who love Donald Trump only specifically love Donald Trump. Right. They don't love anyone around him or anything he's even done. They just like him. He's cool.
3: All right. Yeah, it's gonna die out eventually, right? Like if he if he doesn't die, it won't. And that's what I'm worried about. If he if he doesn't win re-election, he's gonna keep. Ru- I think he's just gonna keep running for president, and he's gonna be doing his his news network that he wanted to do last time. Uh, He's going to be running around the country amping people up. Uh, So if he dies, people will be upset for a while. Maybe they'll call it a conspiracy. But eventually that's going to die out. Mike Pence is not going to be able to sustain that level of enthusiasm and that level of derangement.
0: Yeah, I don't think Trump becomes a martyr in any way.
1: I don't know.
3: Or
2: he does, but for like a a week, because that's how long people's attention span lasts now.
1: But the thing is, the election is in like a month so in yeah. theory he could die in like a week and that martyrdom like the, just the fresh death could still I think that actually could lead to a GOP win because they would all be fucking you know exploiting his death like that um, but I don't think he'll also, die
0: like I'm not smart like you guys but wasn't there that thing in like Michigan where You're that uh, that guy like some senator died but his wife like ran for him, and his name was still on the election or still on the ballot post mortem. Yeah, that's so, like, happened when, a few times. Yeah. So do you think Trump's
1: Melania could take? Still it? She also there? has coronavirus.
2: Yeah, oh, would yeah, be on yeah. there. But like, you'll know if you're a Trump guy, you'll know if Donald Trump dies. You're not gonna like walk in there <laughs> and be like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. The guy I wanted to vote for is still right. around. I don't know. I mean, it's still going to be on the ballots. Yeah, like I have my ballot right
3: here, and his name isn't obviously going to just disappear from it. If he died <laughs> no. and got elected,
1: pretty cool, honestly. If we just elect oh, yeah, a yeah. dead person, that's yeah, a hologram Trump. Cool thing.
3: Trump uh, that would, be would sick. It would definitely do a better job than living Trump.
1: Um, wow. Damn. Oh,
3: okay. F- Anders, but, uh,
2: that's, that's respect
3: to office. <laughs> the, uh, um, uh, but apparently, so. This is from Gabriel Sherman, who's a New York Times reporter. And over the last 12 hours, it's just getting worse and worse for Trump. And on his way to Walter Reed, um, apparently there's a guy named Stan Chera who was friends with Trump, who died in April from COVID. And Trump kept asking people like, am I going out like Stan Chera? Am I? Yeah. Am I? Which just feels like it's. From a movie, you know, like it feels like something Junior Soprano would be doing, you know, like this is (laughs) this feels like someone who is weak and on the outs and is terrified.
2: Yeah, but he's of course he's terrified. He was like afraid of germs before
0: anything happened to him. He's a 100 percent sure he's going to die at this point. Do you think he's ever considered his own mortality, though? Like he's been flying so high for so long (laughs) to be faced with this like abrupt about face has to be I mean, I, I know I would also be shook and be demanding answers from everybody.
2: That's projection. This man is convinced everyone is trying to kill him at all times. That's why he goes (laughs) in the kitchen and is racist to the kitchen people. He thinks they're going to slip something in his steak. The ketchup (laughs) uh, in the steak.
1: I think that that story, it reads a certain way where it sounds like he's, like, scared, but actually it's him slipping an insult in to his dead friend just in the context <laughs> of his situation because he cannot stop owning people. I, uh, I was reading this last night. It's pretty good. I'll link it in the show notes. There's a Wikipedia page where they just compiled all the nicknames that he came up with for people. And uh, like we all know like Sleepy Joe and stuff, but there's like there's some pretty good ones in here. There's, he's got like 30 Joe nicknames now. Sleepy, creepy, slow Joe Biden is one of them.
2: <laughs> like cover girl, like beautiful cover, yeah, cover girl, buddy, Joe Biden. Beautiful.
1: He on. calls George H.W. Bush Bush original, like the beer. It's pretty fun. <laughs> um, Where's this? There's another really good is one. Is
2: that an insult to be the classic Bush?
1: I think it's pretty cool, yeah, it's more actually. Like a cool
2: nickname. Yeah, yeah, that one's pretty sick. Yeah. Um, he calls. <laughs> there's going to be one that's like died of AIDS Johnson or whatever. <laughs> he, calls, <laughs> he doesn't uh, pull any sense. punches.
1: <laughs> he calls um, Rand Paul truly weird, Senator Rand Paul.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and truly weird. He calls Beto O'Rourke the flailer. That's pretty cool. Right. <laughs> That and. was
3: really funny when he pointed out how Beto's like can movements and stuff, you know, because it was that on. <laughs>
2: it's like, what did he like, say? Right. He's a flailer. Fun? He's a flailer. We all know it.
1: I, I missed this. This had to have happened a lot. He calls AOC Ava Perone, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, so you scroll through this shit, and then you suddenly realize he's got a name for Mike Pence, too. He calls him Mike Pounce, which is like. He didn't even run against Mike Pence. <laughs> he just makes fun of do own what that
2: mean. That one seems like a good one. Like you you you, you think you're safe and then Mike pounce. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. like he's Maybe like, that's
2: what he means. Yeah, maybe he's paranoid he that Mike
0: is cuz he like can't a fire
3: <laughs> he's I bet he's wanted to fire Mike Pence this whole time but he can't legally. So that he's that in the back of his head he thinks Mike is going to pounce like he is now. Yeah. Look at my
2: friend Mike. Look at him. He's so scared when he sees a woman because of his religion. Every time a girl passes him, Mike Pounce. That's what I call him. I call him Mike Pounce.
0: Yeah. Then he goes into his t-shirt pitch. <laughs>
2: right.
1: Good merch for sale.
2: Yeah. Um. Um. I'm pretty convinced that if he gets sick and then does live, he will have extra juice in his tank, specifically because the Democrats are going to be really weird about it. (laughs) You know, they're going to like either buy him time or be nice to him.
1: Listen, let me get into a thing about that, because that's the thing that's hanging in the air here is uh, what if he lives? What does that mean politically? Right. And I think that's where a lot of the main conspiracies are going to center regarding uh, whether if we ever find out whether he actually has COVID, whether he got it on purpose, whether you know he found out he has it and then they spin it a certain way or something. Uh, we'll never know, right? But um, I was thinking about this, particularly in regards to Brazil, because I was talking to somebody from Brazil recently and they told me, I didn't really know this, but then I, I read up on it, it all kind of makes sense, that... You know, Bolsonaro's rise to power was very similar to Trump's in that he was kind of uh, an outsider, weirdo, far-right, fascist-type guy who was considered kind of a joke on, like, television when he was running for office—or for president, rather. And uh, then he kind of had this weird thing that happened—I'll get into a little bit in this story, uh, specifically how he did it with, like, the Internet and stuff— but uh, he was stabbed when he was running for president, and he lived. And it's kind of like a like that thing we talked about with Mary and Barry, where he got shot, and then he immediately realized like this is going to be like a great you know boost for my election or whatever. And it worked so well that there is a pretty large conspiracy theory on the left in Brazil that. They think that he hired someone to stab him or that the stabbing was fake. There's like video of it. You see got him. Inkling. Yeah. He's. <laughs> when Bolsonaro got stabbed, he's like. He's at this event in the street and someone has got him lifted up on their shoulders like a little kid. And he's like, yay. <laughs> and then a guy just runs up and just stabs him in the <laughs> stomach. But you don't see any blood. And there are all these weird YouTube videos where people have sort of zoomed in and figured out that they think that he was wearing like a bulletproof vest at that event during the debates and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's a conspiracy theory, right? We'll never know. We just have this instead of religion now, uh, to fill the, you know, big existential void inside of you to try to figure out, you know, what's really happening in the world. Right. But what fuels those conspiracy theories and how they actually cause, um, this sort of like undergird the right wing fascist movements is really interesting. So I'm going to read a little bit from this piece by Vincent Bevins who wrote the Jakarta method, which is Beves. A very popular book that just came out. That's about, um, the violence of like, uh, the CIA and anti-communism in the third world, Indonesia, the Pacific theater, Latin America, all that shit. Um, you
2: may know him as Vinny Bev's.
0: <laughs> um,
1: Great book, great journalist. Uh, Follow him. He's awesome. This is from a piece of his he wrote in The Atlantic. And it's about uh, the history of anti-communist conspiracy theories in Brazil, right? So, in 1930, this politician who's a far right-wing fascist named uh, Getulio Vargas... By the way, fucking Brazil, it's all Portuguese names. I don't really... Know how to pronounce them because it's not like Spanish, but it's also not like English. It's to me, it kind of they seem like um Game of Thrones names, how they're one like syllable removed from a regular name or something, but with Spanish. So I'm going to butcher all these. But uh, 1930, Getulio Vargas is uh elected in somewhat of a right wing coup, right? Um, and he's uh they're not in a full dictatorship yet, but. It's leaning there, and he's a right-wing politician. In 1935, there's a right-wing newspaper that uh, reports a fake communist coup. So they make up a communist coup, and at the same time, Vargas is actually becoming uh, kind of a fascist dictator. He's leaning in that direction. So the communists in uh, Brazil actually do the coup. They actually try to oust This guy Vargas, and they fail and are rebuffed. Vargas wins, and then he consolidates the government further into, um, you know, the dictatorship, right? Two years later, in 1937, uh, (laughs) they do another one of these things. Uh, Right wing forces dream up this conspiracy that there's going to be another. Communist coup, so they keep making up these fake communist coups to scare everyone to bolster power behind the right wing government. Right? This one is specifically that it's a Jewish Bolshevik communist plot. So it's called the plot. That's
2: one of the best kinds that we have. <laughs> the we co- have to do those when we're going to win.
1: The code name for it is P- the Plano Cohen. <laughs> so
2: ah!
1: El Cohen Plan. Um
2: Los Cohen hermanos.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a Gus Um So this guy, General olympio Morno Filho, um
2: perfectly said. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Filho>. <laughs> so he goes to the press and he presents Plano Cohen as a real thing, right? And then Vargas, the dictator, uses it to launch uh, basically his own coup against like his own government and fully just fascism up the place, you know, like um, like a Hitler style thing right now. This is fucking get rid of all the facade of government. Uh, this is full on dictatorship. And then 30 years pass. And in 1962, democracy is reinstalled. And there's this president named John G- in in quotes, Django Goulart. I guess his nickname (laughs) is Django.
0: You're
2: having fun. (laughs) Longer than the first name.
1: He's a liberal reformer, and the Kennedy administration sends this attache named Vernon Walters to spread word of a communist coup, which results in a right-wing U.S.-backed coup led by Phil Ho, the guy from 30 years ago, the Plano Cohen guy. Uh they install a new president, this guy, Umberto Castello Bronco, who is that attache, the Kennedy attache guy, Vernon Walters, is his old roommate. So
2: Oh my god. The Kennedy administration
1: <sighs> overthrew a new like liberal government and uh they just their guy they sent there to install a new fucking president. He was just like, you know, I don't know, Max Fine or something, like a room well, like just some <laughs> random fucking guy. <laughs>
3: that's a, a great joke for a very small subset of our listenership yeah sub
1: i sub in it. your weird roommate that you have <laughs> if you're listening at home
0: that i look like max fine with my bleached hair and i wanted to kill them <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: so yeah. anybody you know who doesn't eat vegetables that's who's the president now <laughs> in the story and proudly
0: he doesn't fucking eat vegetables it makes <laughs> me furious well, gag reflex. uh and he becomes a president of Brazil. Uh, that's the I mood. heard that he, he wants to eat them,
3: but he has a gag reflex that prohibits him from doing
0: it. I heard it. that he wants
3: attention, and that's why he eat <laughs> <wants
0: attention>. vegetables.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, bodied.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, and now there's a law in Brazil where you can't eat vegetables because of him or some shit. <laughs> that's why they have those big asses. Who knows?
2: Ah. Uh, so. <laughs> Dan Harmon <all> the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: Story circle. So, uh, Brazil is now in a dictatorship. And, you know, Brazil, while they're full on fasc, they uh, helped the CIA overthrow Salvador Allende and install Augustus Pinochet. They established Operation Condor, which was like this network. That they use oh, yeah. to track down dissidents, and all of this is fueled by this, you know, red menace thing—the specter of communism. Any point this fascist government wants to round anybody up or do any weird, destructive, murderous political action, they always just dream up this conspiracy of fucking communists coming to get you, right?
0: Um, and luckily they threw in a little bit of anti-Semitism, right? So right. it plays with the flyover states too. That's deserved. <laughs> they uh
1: well actually so it expands to to include anti-semitism and uh homosexuality is a big factor for some reason in their uh their their red menace down there fucking bolsonaro is uh you know they're all obsessed with like butt fucking and shit they think it's going to end the world they're kind of stuck in that weird christian shit um and then
2: homosexuality it's like if your sexuality is jewish (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) uh Freudian psychoanalysis also for some reason works its way into the hodgepodge of things that they're scared of and they think the Jews are gonna come do to you or whatever um which kind of makes sense as to why like we talked about at one point how like Reagan was really really anti like psychiatry and stuff um for some reason it gets all linked up together with you know the Jews and the communists coming to get you um So, something interesting happened in the 80s, which is that the right-wing began fabricating attacks to sort of reify the communist threat. These are what you would call, if you were like a Sam Tripoli-type, false flags, right? Um, But they actually happened in Brazil. So, for instance, there's this attack called the Rio Centro Bombing that happened in 1981 that uh, they know happened because it was botched. Like, they fucked it up, and then they pretty much got caught with their pants down and were like... Ah, eh, we we're trying to blow up one of our own buildings, make it look like the communists did it, uh, right? And um, right. later in the nineteen eighties, a hot-headed young army captain schemed to plant explosives at a Rio military academy uh, in protest of low pay for army officers. Right? Mm. That captain was Jair Bolsonaro, and
2: oh, I know him.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> he immediately after that left politics and then his rise he sort of kind of uh uh he played into a lot of like being pro torture pro mass murder all this ethnic cleansing stuff all this weird cleansing of you know homosexuals and stuff um he was anti p c which is a fucking thing that like you you know i don't know just as a comedian he's
2: you, a real ass dude of the week you see this
1: <laughs> shit get into people's heads and you're like huh, it's just like a Dennis Leary thing that you're on, and then if you read into, like, the rise of fucking fascism all over the world, they're all, like, well, coffee-flavored coffee. Like, they're all doing the same shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's your fucking pronouns, or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 like, kind of enmeshed in there. It's kind of the, the, based on the same resentments they use to, uh, to strike down from a fascist perspective. It's really interesting. So... This sort of creates uh, the background and the framework for Bolsonaro to rise, like we talked about, and he kind of came out of the same wilderness that Trump came out of, I think of. In modern Brazil, there are a lot of YouTube conspiracy theorists and Alex Jones types. There's this guy named Rodrigo Constantino. Who, when the World Cup came in 2015, he had this big thing about how like the World Cup logo was the Brazil flag, but it had the color red in it. Therefore, it was like a secret communist dog whistle or something. Um, this guy's also <laughs> like, if
2: it's for communists, it's a cat whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Two kinds of people.
1: Constantino also fucks with like Dinesh D'Souza and Ann Coulter and people like that. And, um, the other main guy is this guy named Olavo de Carvalho, which most people just call him Olavo. He was an ex-astrologer, a YouTube philosopher, he's, you know, the type, right? Fucking, uh, he's, Sam was on his podcast a week ago, probably, right?
3: I <laughs> <laughs> moved a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> and he lives in Virginia,
2: right? Is he really? That's what it, yeah, that's what it said in the article. He's the Ian Miles Chong of Brazil.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, one of his things is he thinks that Pepsi uses aborted fetuses as sweetener. And- yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're that would talking. Be so fucking funny. <laughs> Why would you do that?
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I guess he has so many balance. other
2: sweeteners you could use.
3: <laughs> I mean, we already know Coke had cocaine. So I guess he's trying to like balance it out by something else. Yeah. What's better
2: than cocaine? I need 10 ideas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
1: mean, I guess, like, the aborted fetuses thing is, like, you know how they say, like, that Hillary Clinton harvests adrenochrome from babies or something?
0: Hell yeah. yeah now yeah. we're talking. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now it sounds like out of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: it doesn't make any sense because, of like, a, it's got to be hard to get a fetus. It seems like an like, expensive Alternative to sugar, which is right (laughs) there in Latin America.
2: (laughs) We can all agree there's a lot of holes in this one theory. (laughs) Is it a is it a cost
3: saving measure? Though it seems like it might be. There's some we have to move on at some
1: point. (laughs) (laughs) Carval is a good weirdo. Like I think you could go down a kind of YouTube wormhole reading about his theories. He's I think he's basically kind of the 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 counter to like Alex Jones in Brazil or the Avid, whatever the fuck the word for it is. He's there. Alex Jones, he's Shelbyville, Alex Jones down there. Um, <laughs> he's obsessed with anal sex and he makes YouTube videos where he yells about Pepsi and fetuses and stuff. And, uh, and more importantly, like Bolsonaro's administration and family and stuff. A lot of them are like outspoken Carvalho heads where they you know <laughs> think he's fucking onto something. Right. Um, You know, later on, you have the the car wash, which is this big anti-corruption crusade that uh, they wage in Brazil, and that's where um, you know they lock up. That's where they locked up Lula, right?
2: Yeah, they get rid of Lula with the corruption thing, which (laughs) is a whole a whole thing,
1: right? Story corruption is one of those (laughs) things that sounds like it's a good way to go about cleaning up the government or whatever, but it's actually often. Most of it's a kind of bullshit narrative, and it's used by people like Bolsonaro to lock up the good person in the situation. And um, you know, Trump is also anti-corruption. He's all crooked Hillary and all that shit. It's pretty much be used in any.
2: He's gonna drain the swamp, right? Swamp,
3: which is full of rule breaking. Yeah, and there in Brazil, like the prosecutor is also the judge. So it's basically just like a one-man court who like lays everything on you. You know, like the, it's, it's kind of a fucked up just a
1: huge juicy ass and no pubes. <laughs> yeah.
3: What is it about butts? He yeah, they're obsessed with you. anal sex <laughs> and they also have beautiful like behinds well, running around in Rio. I don't know. And beautiful. Like
1: the fascism and the Hitler clones and stuff. Some of the it's best. A really special place.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Am I insane like they hate communists, he said, right? But like doesn't the state own the oil there?
1: In Brazil.
3: Well, it's I – th- I think they do for now, but there's – if I'm not mistaken, I think um, Bolsonaro wants to privatize it. But it's also one of those things where, like, in some places, nationalism has meant not only, like, cultural, ethnic nationalism, but it's also meant, like, this country should have control of its resources. Right. And in some pl- – I'm not totally sure about Brazil in this case, but in a lot of places that's been sort of, like, across the political spectrum – you know, we right. should
2: have. why are we giving the oil away to the Jews when we could keep it here and make our asses even fatter, <laughs> injecting it straight into our fat asses?
0: I know it is like a budget option for people trying to get involved in some sex tourism.
2: Yeah, a lot of friends make like six hundred
0: dollars <laughs> at the horse track and go immediately to Brazil.
2: Uh, all right. Yeah.
1: yeah cool well it's like the uh reno where was las vegas yeah. is thailand sort of situation exactly.
0: yeah yeah <laughs> bingo yeah it's, it's like uh, yeah. To
1: lake charles or something
0: yeah if uh, if thailand is austin uh brazil is bastrop texas that's, uh, that's one for you jake
1: all right <laughs> thanks yeah
0: <We're,
1: laughs> i have a lot of texas listeners you'll you'll enjoy that down there
2: this hey, is a man. big episode for texas and max fine heads <laughs> yeah
0: well dude someone called me max fine then someone else called me <laughs> zach amico and i like wanted to hire a fucking hitman i didn't know words could hurt me but i've been wounded <laughs>
1: um so right around this time right so when Bolsonaro's coming up he's doing all this anti-corruption stuff all this anti-pc shit anti lgbtq 2 uh um did i say two whatever uh he interestingly does not do well on TV, but his like secret force. Remember when Trump got elected? Remember everyone yeah. was like, "How'd that happen?" And everyone was like, "Oh, the internet, right?" Or like fake news or Facebook or whatever. With uh, he Bolsonaro, doesn't, he
0: doesn't do good on TV. He's more of a live act. You got to see him in the nightclub. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like Bobby Slayton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a crowd work, president. <laughs> yeah, he's like Eric
1: Andre. He's only got 15 minutes of material, but it's like really good. You know, he does the thing about the Jews, about the asses,
0: the gay people. Special? What the fuck happened with that? Good lord.
1: I I thought it was really funny, but only because I know like it's not really about the jokes. It's just the vibe. I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oof, he comes yeah. up to your table and he goes, "I know you're a communist. Did you know she's a communist?"
0: And then, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, call me old fashioned, but I like funny comedy. That's my cross <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, Zach Amiko.
0: <laughs> hey man, they call me the diaper. <laughs> Is that his nickname? <laughs> he's a diaper sniper.
1: Yeah, he's a pedophile.
0: <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. oh no. <laughs> You're in it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing Legion of Skanks after this, so I'm just going oh, <laughs> tell
1: him I said hi. <laughs>
0: dude that's so funny i'm sorry i'm not actually doing it but you're you've (laughs) had a a pretty wild you've had a pretty wild time this year man you're a free
1: agent man you're i I get you got a book to push i don't give a shit where you go
0: oh i know you don't pal (laughs) (laughs) um
1: no yeah i've had an incredible year um keeps getting better too
2: the president has COVID.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um Speaking of incredible years, let's talk about Bolsonaro's rise to power. He uh, and Carvalho, Ovalo, or whatever the fuck his name is, come together to accuse his opponent of indoctrinating homosexuality in people and promoting Marxism slash incest, which they then go to conflate and say are the same thing. Marxism... (laughs) And incest. Pretty cool.
3: They're just making communism bit. seem even cooler than it actually is. Right. Like it's cool like incest.
1: It's the most popular thing on <laughs> Pornhub. <laughs> videos of you unionizing with your siblings against your boss. Your step-siblings or whatever.
0: I'm the Pinkerton. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: So this all culminates in this thing. I guess that's why I wanted to draw a parallel here is that this stabbing that happens to Bolsonaro that, you know, then kind of creates sympathy for him, which causes his election. You might see an echo of this in what's happening with Trump right now. And also it's from a fucking tried and true, like fascist playbook, the, uh, the false flags and the fucking, um, you know, martyrdom thing. Uh I don't think this is what's going on with Trump, but like wouldn't be like completely floored if I found out someday that they manufactured this as some kind of crazy thing because they realized they were going down to the polls or something because the first thing that Biden did immediately after Trump announced that he had covid, Biden announced that he was pulling all of his negative ads. This also happened to bolsonaro <laughs>
2: That's so fucking dumb. That's how
1: Bolsonaro won. (laughs) All of his opponents were like, oh, he got stabbed. We have to be nice to him now. Now he's the fascist leader of Brazil because he got stabbed and was in the hospital for like a week. Hi, everyone. This is Jake uh, editing and making a note here, just interjecting in to point out at this point, I was having a good time podcasting and I forgot to get to my kind of ultimate point about the Bolsonaro thing. Which is not only that they politicized his stabbing, but also if you are a fan of ours or a Twitter user or a left person at all, you probably kind of are aware at this point that Bolsonaro seems to have had coronavirus like five times or some shit. Uh, Well, what's interesting about that is that there is a theory on the left in Brazil, apparently, that what happened is he was faking it the first time and using it in the way that the conspiracy theory here would go that trump is faking it and then what happened is he actually got it afterwards and that created this uh mandela effect or whatever the fuck berenstein you know there's like a blurry kind of memory we all have like didn't you have it already like whenever he announces that he has it um obviously i'm talking conspiracy theories here so i don't know if this is true or anything But uh, that is just a good analogy for why people right now might think that Trump might be faking, I guess, coronavirus. Okay, that's it. Let's go back to the show.
2: I will be amazed if this is an op because this specific plot is missing so many elements the other one has. Because the president just gets sick of the disease that he fucked up covering. There's no people to be mad at. Like you can't be like Antifa gave the president COVID. <laughs> they just breathe on him for like a year. There's nobody to like direct any anger at anything. It just makes him look stupid, especially with his entire like character in in denying the disease in the first place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's how it looks to us, though. But like belief is a powerful thing. You know, these, these people that are people that like him are seeing this from an entirely different perspective. We're like, you know, you notice during the debates, he said, uh, you know, I oh, yeah, 200,000 people died when I'm president uh, 10 times that would have died when if Biden was president. He has no no fucking time machine. How does he know? Like, it's a completely made up statement, right? But, like, that played to his audience pretty well because you
2: got to have respect for the dawn, and you have to know that he plays by the book. If he's going to do an op, it's going to just be somebody stabbing him, it's going to be somebody (laughs) yelling, I'm gay, into a camera and stabbing him. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, that QAnon thing about the three days of darkness, like, that's what they're all talking about on the darkest parts of Reddit right now. Is how if he bounces back in three days, Q was correct.
2: Oh, is that a Q? Well, there's thing? no chance he will bounce yeah. back in three days. No one bounces back <laughs> in three days with this uh, fucking don't speak disease. Soon.
3: <laughs> it could be like a. I think some this image has been probably posted, but it's like the Three Stooges disease from The Simpsons. You know, like all those diseases getting through stuck, but stuck in the same
1: door. In the door,
3: yeah,
0: that could be happening with Trump. Yeah, Yeah, like his gout is fighting the Corona, right? I just
2: hope this episode comes out before he either is dead or makes a full recovery.
0: I'm going to
1: turn it around immediately because we can't have that happen. I'm not doing another podcast because the fucking president died and fucked up my day. I will not be made a fool. (laughs) 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 This QAnon shit's interesting, though, man. I just I kind of held off on even reading about QAnon because it just seems like so much like reading the Game of Thrones books or something and going catch me up when the fucking show happens or whatever, when there's like an overarching documentary on this whole thing, but it doesn't seem like it's going away. So I've been reading about it a little bit and um, it's getting down to Brazil. There's like a symbiotic U S fucking Brazil, you know, conspiracy connection now. And uh, there's like, There's this one channel that's getting pretty big down there that translates to the teachings of the Age of Aquarius where this YouTube weirdo just kind of um, doesn't even realize that they're translating QAnon documents. They think they just found something really interesting about like secret pedophile rings and stuff. And it all completely projects and attaches on to their government the same way that it does. Like whatever it does to your brain, it's like, giving you dopamine or whatever by imagining like oh i figured it all out fucking just take it and copy and paste it to somebody somebody else's government it, it feels the same for people down there i guess they have this huge theory about like enlightened aliens and how fucking bolsonaro and trump are in some sort of pact with like these super aliens that are coming to you know kill everyone who fucks in the ass or whatever <laughs> um oh,
2: i hope aliens aren't invested in that it's <laughs> gonna be a whole thing to parse with them
1: yeah <laughs> um there's another carvalho her name's mara she's an entirely different person um but she's uh, basically got this entire thing going called the great white brotherhood which is um this is interesting so her QAnon weird alien tack thing that she's on is um, all derived from the Theosophists, who we talked about being uh, the source of the uh, libertarian economic schools. That guy, Lefebvre, the Freedom School, yeah. and all that shit. They all came from the society that Madame Blavatsky and um, what are the other guy, uh, I think, Bl- I, no, I don't know if Crowley was involved in the Theosophy. It's been a while since I read about it. But Blavatsky, the big occult lady that all the fucking lore and stuff comes from um, the, the kind of the, the root, queen of strain the root of uh, <laughs> a lot of weird stupid like western just you know, tarot cards and spells all the witches we were talking about they're all f- descendants of Bl- Um yeah that the society that she was in part a creator of is the root of the Koch brothers fucking people they hang out with um, the you know this shit <laughs> uh, like the mythology went on to be just queuing on stuff don't fucking connect it's pretty weird um
0: didn't they figure out who q was isn't it that little like quato half man who founded 8chan and 4chan that's what i
1: think i th- there's a really good um citations needed about it where they make a pretty pretty definitive argument that it's either specifically the 8chan guy or now it's like a collective of him and the three other people he was working with but like it's one of those things where like it doesn't even matter because he could come out and say I made it all up and the thing has a life and of its like, own it's
2: Donald Trump yeah. I know
0: it's <laughs> Donald Trump <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but if you guys it's still him if the leader of your resistant movement can be worn in a baby Bjorn I don't know <laughs> if I want to be part of that <laughs>
1: Well, Sam, that's why we're sending you to high schools, to say that in front of uh, <laughs> <laughs> auditoriums and cafeterias and stuff. You don't
3: think Do you Stewie Griffin
2: me? would make a good, like, movement leader?
1: Oh, God.
2: Oh, uh, I bet he would for killing mother. <laughs> yes, she's gone too far this time. Blast it. <laughs> All Stewie! Right. <laughs> is, there, is there a gas leak in your place, Alex? You okay?
0: Just having some good vibes thinking about Stewie, y'all. Let's move on. I keep seeing various women coming into your in your screen and getting pots and pans out of those cupboards. Pay no mind to those women. <laughs> <laughs> your harem's making ramen in different rooms. <laughs> the Patak Polycule. The got
2: Lois over here. We got Meg. Um,
1: I guess the last thing we can talk about in terms of like Trump possibly dying or whatever is uh the libs i'm sure every podcast is talking about this it's pretty annoying but like the rachel maddow telling us after years and years of like he's the most dangerous fascist threat on earth suddenly there's this like about face where you're like you have to be nice to him now um
2: (laughs) if he's sick you have to be nice obama
1: (laughs) tweeted something nice about him like about how you know (laughs) we all want to be healthy or whatever um (laughs)
2: It does have this kind of desperate feeling like when you have to give a compliment to a shitty person, you're like, He has great suits. He said I you hope were, he makes it.
1: The, I'm looking at Obama and I'm like, he said you're from <laughs> Kenya. Like he's so <laughs> racist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. His hands are they're reassuring when they shake when they shake with you because he pulls you so close. Feel
0: better. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, take a victory th- lap, libs. You've been getting owned for four years. <laughs> they yeah. you know? can't that's why they get owned because they can't help themselves. <laughs> you're on the goal line. Just sneak the ball into the end zone and do a freaky touchdown dance.
1: Ilan Omar released a pretty good statement where yeah. she basically like laughed at his dead body. Like it was good. It was what you're supposed to do.
2: <laughs> she said, like she got one in thing, and that's shot it. it. The president.
1: Um, uh, I don't know. I could look at it up and read it, but like it, it, everyone already saw it. The,
2: and the answer, I, I've just, she does like reaction gifs to people being like, you can't threaten someone in office. And then it's like somebody being like, say what? And everyone's like, yes, Ilhan.
3: Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Well, yeah, And Twitter apparently
3: has the power to uh, delete tweets that are wishing death on People, but it's they don't have the class. power to, like, deal with harassment and just, like, threat, death threats from people to, you know, people like Ilan Omar, AOC, like, basically any woman on Twitter. Yeah, you know?
1: I, I don't know. I kind of think what's going on there is that Twitter, like, Twitter is lying every time it says that, like, we're definitely going to enforce x y or z they definitely suck and they enforce in the wrong direction all of the time and almost never like kick off nazis and shit like that but they're always lying about having enough people to wrangle all people on earth you know everyone's on twitter so like with this thing they said later night where they're like we're gonna ban anyone who says they wish the president died you look at it and you go, No, you're not. Like, you can't. There's too many people. Everyone is saying, I hope the president dies right now. You know? Our
2: tweets will blot out the sun. Does anyone. <laughs> do you know
1: anyone who got kicked off for that?
3: I don't know. Uh, no. Well, I think they're just going to take down the, the tweets. But yeah, I if haven't they haven't heard done it that to that you, happened.
2: I mean, it hasn't happened yet. Right. right?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The other thing, too, is like these are yeah not only the same people who have been calling Trump a fascist for four years, but also the same people who were ignoring, justifying, rationalizing, um, killing people with drones for eight years under Obama. Like uh, the son of Alokwe, I I think his name was, uh, was killed, was an American citizen killed by a drone. That was explained away as Robert by Robert Gibbs is like, oh, well, he had a bad dad, so you know that that's just tough. That's what happens.
2: Classic uh, bad dad. Yeah. Didn't Trump kill his sister too? <laughs> he, he felt like everyone in that family. Maybe. Oh, was you mean Alokwe's sister? I thought yeah,
3: <laughs> I thought you meant his own sister. Was like well, no. um, <laughs> like yeah, I know but, about that.
1: <laughs> but when you play yeah, people, the game of thrones, you win or die. Then he kills her. <laughs> Yeah, there's this weird
3: norm of respectability and not wishing ill on people who are in American public life, but it just does not extend, does not compute, is totally okay to just blow people to smithereens if they're, like, in a different part of the world. They're just, like, these abstract dots.
1: Yeah, we're stormtroopers to them.
2: Exactly. You know, you have to be completely like the programming has to be done for you to not wish ill on the president and then put up a like support the troops flag on your house. (laughs) You're not you're, you're not against all death. It's weird for you to be against the one guy you don't like. I don't understand. Yeah, it's
3: just nationalism. I think that could be part of it, too. It's just like we're America. We matter. Other people don't. We're allowed to have our internal disputes about decorum, but that's it we're we're a, the most powerful country on earth and we're gonna fuck with anybody who tries to you know claim otherwise
2: i guess there's there's more to
0: it than that but we're
2: it's just rounded down or whatever
0: being like courteous and respectful has not worked against trump or his ilk ever i just don't understand why people are still trying to play by his rules and again like i'm not like a political person but watching those debates i was like joe you gotta fucking like you know, kick him in the gut and hit him with the. Hit him, the Joe! Runner. You can watch but it as a happened.
1: comic, though, right? And be like, "I know what I would do here." You know, dude,
0: one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. we well, uh, should. Uh, they should get Jeff Ross in his earpiece. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: tell him his dad's dead. Oh, I, yeah, <laughs> get him, get him with the dead dad.
1: According <laughs> to some QAnon Pizzagate conspiracy theories I've been reading, Jeff Ross is in his earpiece you know what i'm saying
0: (laughs) 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 they got similar extra extracurricular
1: (laughs) yeah somebody tweeted that uh during that debate like because they don't like they don't respect the like the mic and stuff they don't turn people's mics off they were like roast battles are regulated better than these debates and like (laughs) a hacky joke but it's like true yeah
2: right well, because there's no one on the roast battle dais where we you're like, could this guy have me killed by a robot? After this? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: Sam, I'm curious if the Biden campaign called you up and wanted your expertise as a comedian on how to go toe to toe with Trump in a debate, what, what would you say to
0: them? One word, props. <laughs> 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 you got a good carrot top to get in the lab and just cook up a whole new suitcase for Biden to get up there with.
1: Yeah. 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 With that guy he makes the props with.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: have something to say to the president. Pulls out a large uh, blow up thing of the president and a large mallet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's smashing melons. He should do like a ventriloquist act up there. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Some would say he is doing a ventriloquist act up there.
0: <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah.
1: This is a, the a Third Eye Get podcast him. now. this is a dmt podcast um well we should round out but uh sam let's talk about your book a little bit man i know we're gonna talk about it on my other show but i read it just
0: buy my book everyone at samtalent.com t-a-l-l-e-n-t it's uh it's the literary sensation of the summer
1: (laughs) i enjoyed it very much it's uh very funny um kind of reminded me of like noir a little bit with the really quick oh, yeah. turns of phrase in the uh you know the dialogue and stuff being about a comedian and shit uh this is uh yeah it's on the the the, the pod book club we'll put it on the poddam library e- experience whatever oh shit did my sound fuck up there nope okay we're you
0: back now no you're good you guys have a book club?
1: No. I found we out do. that Joe. Jo, and you're on it. There's somebody that does this thing for Joe Rogan's podcast where they just listen to every episode and then they have like a website called the Joe Rogan Experience Library that's a database of like every book they've ever mentioned. And the implication Jeez, is right. that he's read all the books, which he hasn't at all. So all I right. thought it was pretty funny to have like a esteemed library for our podcast. So you'll be. Well, I'll start a website and you'll be the first one.
0: Killer, man. Nice. Yeah. Rogan. Um, Rogan has my book, and my God, do I hope he reads it so I can (laughs) buy and sell everybody. (laughs) That would rule. (laughs) That's
1: why you probably got to wait for that audiobook to come out, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. uh, The audiobook's fun. It's got... Everyone's... uh, You know, a bunch of comedians are reading it, but it's a pretty cool cross-section of, like, Ari Shafir and Chris Gethard.
2: <laughs> a, lot of, a lot
0: of old friends on there reading together. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird experience having all those dudes read to you alone in your car. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got uh, Jackie Kashian and her best friend Bert Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Gethard, I was like, uh, do you mind if Shane Gillis reads a chapter? And he was like, absolutely not. And I was like, you got it, brother. Of course, that won't happen. <laughs> That's fine. So yeah, buy my book, man. It's, uh, it's the shit. Yeah.
1: Cool, man.
2: It's a great noir. So if you love gum shoes, it's going to feel like there's gum on your thumbs when you're flipping through these pages. You got to pick it up right now. Yeah, you? I mean, if you, you
0: want to read if you want to read literature that's not boring or pretentious and has fistfights and three ways in it, you should buy my book.
1: It does have a pretty what good three way your... in it.
0: Hell yeah! Did you say this? Did you say what it's called? I think we- I missed that. No, Jake's bad at plugs. Uh, I was
1: trying, was
3: trying to talk a- about <laughs> your book, and
0: then you went into a plug. <laughs> no, I know, dude. I just uh, I don't want I don't want to shoehorn. It's called Running the Light. Uh, it's available at samtalent.com. Be part of the uh, the sensation of the summer all right well don't run the light in your car
2: to go pick up a new copy
0: yeah it's available at seven bookstores in the world (laughs) but you can buy a signed (laughs) copy from me what are the bookstores uh there's three in australia (laughs) one in the uk it's available at city lights in uh san francisco er, no in uh, iowa city green apple in san francisco and mutiny information cafe in beautiful denver colorado all right. Owned by oh, anarchists. Yeah. You guys might know them. Oh, I know them. We're familiar. I've recorded yeah, an episode of this show sure. in Mutant. I know you did, yeah. Good place. Jake, how's your sister? Is she still in Denver?
1: Uh, I think she's still in Denver. I haven't talked to her in a minute.
0: Don't answer that, Jake. <laughs> are, her, are her and Pat Dean's sister uh, scissoring each other all the time?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably.
0: She's actually lost inside your great book. Oh, who isn't, man? It's the literary <laughs> sensation of the summer.
1: <laughs> uh, what's it feel like to be an accomplished author
0: it's cool man i'm glad i can finally quit this this quick hustle of stand-up comedy yeah mm. yeah now yeah. that you made your cash yeah dude. Now that i'm rich and well respected by the mfa crowd
1: <laughs> yeah just going and giving talks at uh I colleges wait, dude.
0: yeah i'm trying to get an honorary fucking degree from somewhere yeah University if you own of- a college, give Sam a degree. He wrote a book. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. I've sold well, like seven thousand copies
2: of
3: um, a book. What's like that they, Uh isn't there the Jack Kerouac School of Disembodied Poetics in Colorado?
0: Yeah, I think it's in Boulder,
3: man. Oh, yeah, in Boulder. You could yeah. I bet you could get a degree from them. You
1: that know what would be cool could've. is if uh like a, a white person applied to get an honorary degree from a historically black college? Just pitching it, mm-hmm. like, come on, you guys love me. <laughs> Break <That> the trend. <laughs> well, you know Lee
3: Atwater, after um, you know the guy who who did the Willie Horton ad in nineteen eighty eight. After that, oh yeah, he tried to. <laughs> who could forget? I think it was like. Become, right, glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> He was uh, he tried to become I, I think he might have tried to become the dean. I'm not sure. But or he at least tried to do something at Howard, I think, teach a class or something. And they the students refused to let him in. Uh, but I, like, it's just amazing that he thought that would be a good idea. Like I did one of the worst dog whistle political advertisements of all time. And now
0: I'm going to be able to teach at a HBCU getting that money yeah yeah didn't didn't he try and like force his catchphrase he's like lay down the cardboard it's time to learn <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah it's showtime everyone he's on the bus yeah, sure.
0: or the subway
3: <laughs> well he played bass too he was a good uh musician
2: andersley here teaching at a historically black college <laughs> <laughs> that would i yes i'm i'm open to
3: that i would love to do that i don't know how go- well it would go, but I'm I'm available.
1: All right. Well, this you heard it here. Section. Yeah. Well, well, I didn't intend to. <laughs> now it's interesting. Here's how he did this. Time wise, there were ten minutes before I figured we'd end, so I'd go. We'll talk about Sam's book, and he went straight into his pitch, and I was like, "Oh shit, uh, this is front loaded." I guess we're pitching now, but now oh, it yeah, is actually time to I end the show.
0: To, I didn't want to be inorganic. We all that you know. We had that forty-five minutes of the history of coups in Brazil. You know, Mm. I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to get, uh, I didn't want it to seem like we weren't, uh, you know, all on the same page. Yeah. Oh, do you know what else is a coup of
2: typical literary conventions is Sam's new book running the light available at seven bookstores. Yeah. That's how we should have
1: done it. That's how we generally transition (laughs) ideas on this show is we have Anders come up with like a weird ass sentence like that. Oh, speaking of, uh, Fascism, Sam's here. I'm not good at it, but he would have come up with a clever way to <laughs> hey, do it. You know,
3: speaking of running the light, um, you know who's running the green light for city council in Baltimore? <laughs> is, uh <laughs> Miss Muller Paz, Franco Muller Paz, who is um, you know, Green Party, I've mixed feelings about it, but this is actually a race that looks winnable. Uh, She's running against an unpopular Democratic incumbent in Balmer. Um, Go to her website. You can find out more, francaforthepeople.com. If you live there, please vote for her. And if you have a little time, maybe do some volunteering for the campaign. Um, That is in a region of, you know, my neck of the woods as well, where there's a lot of important elections happening. Uh, Ed Lazare in D.C., running for D.C. council at large edforddc.com you can make calls there and also in West Virginia Paula Jean Swearingen who um, would be it would be huge for the political (laughs) world if she were to win in November
1: Swearingen
3: I can't wait for her Swearingen ceremony
1: Oh no, no! I was going to go Deadwood with it you ever seen Deadwood hell
0: yeah I knew what you were (laughs) going to say cocksucker
1: vote for her (laughs)
3: cocksucker
0: Anders where are you like Providence or something I'm in DC. Okay. All right. You've ever okay. been? I've been out there, man.
1: Do you do Big Hunt?
0: museums you guys have? We got a lot of museums.
1: Yeah.
3: And uh, a lot of punk rock as well.
1: Sure. Fugazi.
0: Hey, yeah, we got I a am. lot of
3: stuff.
1: <laughs> you know how they get these drinks so sweet, actually? It's
2: <laughs> <pow>. <laughs> fetuses. <laughs> oh wow yeah my plug is going to be for SunKiss beverage drink the only the only soda with fetuses in them don't believe the hype sunkiss is the only one don't don't um, if you want a
0: drink that tastes like a life <laughs> <clears throat> i've had a uh i've had a ladybug in the palm of my hand for the last 20 minutes
1: that's pretty cool nice
0: yes yeah, so that's good luck yeah. where are you located I'm in beautiful Fort Collins, Colorado. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen a ladybug in too long. Yeah, man. They're still cute. Uh, I think this one's dead now because I've been fingering it. <laughs> oh.
3: Well, at least it, it went out getting it. Jake, do you have
2: anything this week going that, on?
1: That's illegal in Brazil, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right let's wrap this up uh alex fucking balling out super everything you know the podcasts right yeah Um, i have an
2: announcement i'll do it next week
1: do you have an announcement
2: i do have an announcement for next week. i am launching a third podcast oh right oh Starting at the end of this week, probably Thursday or Friday, and uh, it's just radio plays like Masterpiece Theater, but with me on your phone, and you can subscribe to that on the Theater of Delights page. Go into iTunes, look up Theater of Delights. That's my new show. Theater! At this I this week.
1: Cool, I love it. Um, here's what I have to plug. We have uh, merch, as always, on our website. I think I've got a new shirt coming soon. Um, We have, uh, what, bandanas. I have some posters for sale on it. Hit it up. I'll mail them to you. Um, We have bonus episodes on our Patreon, as always, an entire back catalog of stuff. So if you feel like uh, throwing us five bucks, don't have any hair for sale yet, but we'll get in there. We'll, you know, you can buy my... um, pubes i don't know <laughs> do you have pubes i imagined you were you were smooth i trim them sometimes that's about it hmm. like with scissors realistically
2: like a, we will have a porn level we'll just have a level where jake does a new porn I'll, and then you will see whether or not he has pubes if we he reach our come.
1: yeah if we reach a, our patreon goal i'll may start making more porn and then i'll just come home for a year from now to Thanksgiving dinner and be like, I achieved my dream, parents. I'm a professional comedian, by which I mean I am a porn uh low level porn Darla, star man. now.
3: All <laughs> yeah. on
0: my mattress on camera. That yeah. is what it okay. takes. That's what it's that's very d- big of you, Anders. <laughs> 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 you keep volunteering to do that on our radio show. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's
3: I mean, it's a tutorial, really. More people should do it that way. It's good for the hips.
0: Yeah,
1: we can mail out the cookies. I can come on a bunch of cookies. It won't be fun. It'll be like <laughs> if you've ever seen someone packaging merch, it's like they're sitting there and they're rolling T-shirts. and They have to listen to a podcast when they do it. So it would be me in my apartment just like, you know, jacking off on like the 30th cookie in a row or something and putting it in a bag and being kind of dehydrated and exhausted. I and would do it, you know, because we reached whatever, like 2000 patrons or something. Uh, um, They would come in the merch bag. Um <laughs> listen to my other podcast called Why You Mad. Me and my friend Luisa Diaz talk about art history and philosophy and shit like that. And we're gonna have Sam on it and actually talk about the book. I'm gonna make yeah, you talk yeah, about your book.
0: That. All right, man, I'm down. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys having me on here. Uh yeah. I'm intimidated because you guys are all like very uh educated in the ways of politics. <laughs> you make me feel smart condescending, so I appreciate that. Oh, this is a are you talking about that? Andrew? you thought that you would even fucking- you listed off like seven city councilmen in West Virginia. What are you talking yeah, about? That was your plug. <laughs> yeah. Your plug yeah. was for city councilmen yeah. in West Virginia. Chill out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deciding I don't know if I should vote for Cory Gardner or Hickenlooper. Like That's where I'm at, man.
2: <laughs> well,
1: it should have been Romanoff. That is a tough call. But
0: Who do I vote for? Tell me. It should have been I Romanoff,
1: but you guys fucked the yeah. dog on that one, talent.
0: Man, we do Fox we do to pretty Tom. cool out here, all right? We got legalized <laughs> mushrooms, and you can carry a gun and do a TGI Friday's. Specifically Ooh. TGI Friday's? Yeah, for sure, yeah. A, not Ruby
3: Tuesday's? They're like, no, oh, no. TGI? That's what the no, G, G stands the
1: for. Thank God it's Friday's. <laughs>
3: mm. <laughs> all right. was yeah, right. always disappointed when I go there on Friday's and it's the same restaurant as it is on the other six days of the week.
1: Yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> can
3: I mention, at Anders here on Twitter... Dursley on Instagram and check out my other job, Redacted Tonight on portable.tv. TV. Nice. Oh, wasn't JFOD
0: on that? Yeah, He was. Yeah, I took nice, his job. Man. Oh, good for you, man. Okay, well, <laughs> he gave it to me. Now he's now he's living in a riverboat somewhere near. <laughs> you don't have to phrase it that way.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ah, let's call <laughs> it
1: what it is. Two
0: we <laughs> did a he coup. On Good terms. He's a he's a close
3: friend. I would yeah. call
1: it a colorless revolution. Is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice.
1: <laughs> All right. End on a hot one. All right. Well, Sam. Thanks again for joining us, man. Uh, you, I any of my fans listening. Sam's not good at the internet, so if you're at once co- comedy comes back, <laughs> follow on on things. But really, you got to go out into the wild and find this guy lurking around uh, just emitting uh, jokes like a, a nuclear you know bigfoot in the woods uh, catch it if you can Thanks, one of the best goddamn comics working with a question mark i don't know don't tell me i don't want to know
0: <laughs> i'm the best <laughs> if you're in mandan north dakota october 12th and 13th you can see me in an oil field so that'll be bad cool make, make, make sure to wear boots <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck, fucking fuck rules. OSHA. i'm going for the money
1: <laughs> cool man all right well i'll put all your stuff in the in the show notes and uh everybody go Thanks, watch man. sam and shit and buy the book running the light out on sam talent produced it himself